Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this, this is the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. Uh, the Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com. FightBackMedia.com. This is Morning Report number 104. Well, as far as we can tell. <laughs> as far as we can tell. Again, 104. That's That's got to be good stuff there. And we're moving, and we're moving forward. I trust that your yesterday was good. Uh, it was 420. And again, I, I, I guess I didn't have anything nice to say to the potheads. And I'm going to follow it up by saying um, nothing nice to the potheads today. I'm just not going to. Uh, stock market was down. I mean, sorry, the Dow um, Jones Industrial um, was down... 592.05 points yesterday. Didn't really hear much about it in the news because it's up 100. It's up 500 points. It's down 700 points. It's up a thousand points. It's down 300 points. And it's not really having anything to do with the economy of most people, which is really the point. You know, it's interesting. Um, we got some things to get to because there's, there is some breaking news. Uh, but I want, I want to tell the story, you know, I was, this is before, I guess we were on lockdown, I was talking to a, 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 a young man where I work and he was talking about what the stock market was doing. And I was like, you know what? And I said, I asked him, do you know how many stocks are in the DJI in the Dow Jones, Dow Jones industrial index? And he, and he said, and this, this, this is a smart kid. He said thousands. And I said, 30. He looked at me and said, really? Yes. 30. 30. It's an index. It's an index that is designed, hopefully, to give you a a picture. Just a a snapshot, a thumbnail, really, of what's going on. That's what it hopes to do. It does sometimes, and other times it doesn't. And and thus, it, it, it can have very little to do with the real economy, what people are actually doing. If people are actually buying stuff, if people are actually saving money, if people are actually going on vacation, if people are staying staying home, are they buying cars, are they not buying cars, are they buying TVs, are they not buying TVs, uh, are they flying, are they driving, are they, you know, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times it has, it doesn't really connect. Except politically. Except politically, and politically, it's something to to tout if it's going well. If you are a president, and it's something to get, be bludgeoned by um, your your opposition to bludgeon you by, if it's if it doesn't seem to be going well. Well, yesterday down how many points? I don't know. Let me let me take a quick look again. I don't want to because you guys are tough. You get if you get something wrong, boy, y'all be all over. Y'all be all, all over, brother. Um, 
points the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 2.44% to 23,650.44 points. Still over 23,000. Um, I'm guessing with some private, some, some, some profit taking or from, from the past few days, and we will see that go up again. Um, did you enjoy Bryce's right? Did you enjoy Bryce's right? That was yesterday. Listen, I need to hear. I, okay. If you, if you, if you listened, I need to hear from you. I know that I ask you to do things for me all the time. And basically what we found on the internet, and everybody has found this, and everybody who produces content on the internet will tell you the very same thing. People who consume, a lot of people who consume content on the internet are click lazy. We can beg you all we want. You either will or you won't. And most times you won't. But so, so I, but I know that you won't if I don't ask you. If you would please like, and share that episode from yesterday, uh, 103, uh, sorry, yeah, 103, this is 104, 103, and you would send me an email, a quick email, just one at wls860 at gmail.com or at um, fightbackmedia at gmail.com and just put, a, you don't have to write anything in the, in, 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 the, um, in the body, just put listen to the show on wherever you heard it, Spotify, uh, iHeart, Spreaker, wherever you heard the show. That would be very, very cool. I'd appreciate that greatly. Um, to, I mean, if, if, if you heard it, Tim Bryce is super bright and right in line what we're trying to do here at um, the Morning Report, starting your day the conservative way and fightbackmedia.com, right in line. It was the perfect addition at the perfect time. And you're going to like what he brings today, too. Yes, it's going to be a segment that we do every day. Every time we're on. All right. Um, we take a little break. There is breaking news. And and you will have woken to this. And um, then we'll talk about, uh, there is some, of course, propaganda coming out of China about the uh, Wuhan lab. Uh, we're going to hit you too. And then we want to talk a little bit about um, th- the criticism of the president not taking the coronavirus seriously enough at the beginning and how we can debunk, how you can debunk that. We're going to play two two clips, two small clips, and that debunk that the president was taking it lightly and it's his fault that people died. And I, you know what? I didn't even bring up the numbers. Maybe during the break, I'll grab the numbers and see where we are. Uh, well, we can take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. We'll be back right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things, in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. 
My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942, www.bloomingdays.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. All right, we're back. Again, thank you ever so much for coming to The Morning Report. The Morning Report is a production of Fightback Media, fightbackmedia.com. Uh, we've got great partners here at fightbackmedia.com, great partners indeed, very, very great partners, very strong partners indeed. I want to be like Trump. Um, I want to talk about um, Kevin and Janelle Batts at um, Red, River, Red River TV uh, and, and the 46 News. I want to talk about um, our new partner, Tim Bryce of Bryce Wright, TimBryce.com. And of course, cannot leave out, cannot leave behind uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Paul Swanson of the Swanson Report. Um, it is, you know, he, he, is, he has been, he, he, he has been my right hand. He has been, um, he has been flying with me through all sorts of stuff and you can't leave them out. The Sponsoring Report. Go to the Sponsoring Report and and subscribe. Uh, go to the, the morning, if you have been to the Morning Report Facebook page, 99% of the things posted there are posted by Paul. Um, some of them come from his, um, from his, his website and, 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 and his blog. He is super, tremendous, consummate prof- profession, a thought leader in the conservative world and deserves a lot more credit than he, than he's getting even from me. Um, so again, Paul Swanson, uh, of the Swanson report, Tim Bryce of Tim Um, Kevin and Janelle Batts of Red River TV and the 46 news. It's great to have partners. If you want to come alongside, this is a hell of a team. Kids. This is a hell of a team. Um, we've got the COVID, um, 19, Numbers from John John Hopkins University in Medicine. Uh, total confirmed cases in the world right now: two million four hundred seventy-seven thousand 
426. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there have been 170, 170, 170,324 people around the world that have succumbed to this evil, terrible virus. And, you know, and I'm, I'm, I always say it that way because I want people to know that what, what we're doing is we're not, we're not, you know, shining it on like it ain't nothing. Uh, I would, I, I just won't, I just won't do that because people dying, uh, is always bad. You know, we talk about this in my house all the time. The deal is that even if grandma dies and she's 93 years old, it still sucks. It doesn't matter. You know, if Aunt Gertrude passes away at 88, that still sucks. If your mom and dad pass away at 91 or 95 or 105, it still sucks. So I'm not trying to dismiss the human suffering. Uh, I've had pneumonia unto death. I know what it's like not to be able to breathe, to have your lungs so full of water that you can't breathe, that you are literally drowning in your own chest. I've been there personally. I know what that is. It's terror. I'm telling you, kids, it's terrifying. Not to be not to be able to take a breath is freaking terrifying. It just is. So I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to diminish any of that at all. Not even a little bit. But here is the lethality, at least today, of COVID-19 in the world. 170,324 deaths out of 2,477,426 confirmed cases is 6.8%. Nothing to sneeze at. It is down a tick. But not but still nothing to sneeze at. And I don't I don't mean that to be and I, I didn't say it that way to be funny. I really didn't. It, it mean it's nothing to ignore for sure. Um now if we can get my computer to do it you know, when we come off this lockdown and I get back to work work I'm going to buy a computer, y'all. I'm just going to buy a computer. I'm going to buy a laptop that's got like a a big fat bottom laptop with like a lot of, like a gaming laptop with like a lot of juice that goes fast for no particular reason. Uh, That's that's nitrogen cooled. You know what I'm saying? Fast and ridiculous. That is, that it's got a 15 inch monitor, but it like weighs 700 pounds. That's the laptop I want. Um, Anyway, while this is while this is coming up, let us move on um, to what's happening and breaking news. Because I told you there'd be breaking news, so I, I want to make sure we get that uh, right now. Um, the president last night has announced that he'll be that he is going to sign an executive order to halt immigration to the United States due to the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic. He took to that. He took to Twitter um, last night to make that statement. Here's what the tweet said. In light of the attack from the invisible enemy, 
as well as our need to protect the jobs of our great American citizens, I will be signing an executive order to temporarily suspend immigration in the United States. In, in, so immigration into the United States as of today is halted. You can't come here. You, the immigration process for you has stopped. Now, I'm not sure what that looks like. I'm not sure if you're here and you're in the process that I don't think you, I, th- I don't think anybody's going to be deported, but it, don't come here. If, if you're not here already, don't come here thinking that you are going to immigrate to, to, I mean, to the U.S. So for in, in that particular instance, for that particular thing, the border has been closed. As we're, and, you know, it makes sense as we're thinking about opening, we're thinking about, uh, re rebooting our economy, restarting our economy. Uh, we have to make sure that we have as controlled an environment in chaos as we possibly, possibly can. Uh, I am in agreement with this. Now I'm not sure what it's going to look like, but I'm in agreement with this for sure. Especially when you have this story that I'm going to share with you. Uh, there's a Wuhan lab director who is chiming in on the theories about how this virus started. Now, the the, the, the new theory is that this started in a um, Category 4 uh, lab basically down the street from this wet market. However, and, and there's almost unanimous agreement on this among members of the intelligence community. Um, there's almost... Is almost unanimous agreement. It's becoming more probable that the coronavirus started in a laboratory in Wuhan. It's believed that China was attempting to demonstrate its efforts uh, to identify and combat viruses um, that are equal to the United States. So, of course, the director uh, of the Wuhan National Biosafety Laboratory um, told a regime-owned news outlet that this is that the idea is quote a conspiracy theory because what they know is that that we will that we love the cause of a conspiracy theory that we can't disprove. Here's what he says: I can tell you for sure, none of our students, retirees, or any of our staff have been infected. A a group of staff members chose to stay in Wuhan during the lockdown, which guaranteed that our work was in full swing during the Chinese New Year New Year break. The director said he's unable to, to quantify how many teams are actively working on researching the coronavirus because the Wuhan Institute of Virology of the Chinese Academy of Sciences, which houses the Wuhan National Biosafety Laboratory, yeesh, is all hands on deck. Every single person is reportedly focused on studying various aspects of, of this particular virus. Some are focused on vaccine development, while others are focused on the origin and general characteristics of the Wuhan coronavirus. Despite that, this director said, it's not possible the virus started in the labs because of safety precautions. Here's what we say all the time. If you if if you think that we can trust the Chinese government, if you think that anything that they're saying is true, anything, anything, 
anything at all. I got a bridge to sell you. Here, he goes on and says, as people who carry out viral studies, we clearly know what kind of research is going on at the Institute and know how the Institute manages viruses and samples. As we said early on, there's no way the virus came from us. We have a strict regulatory regimen. We have a code of conduct for research, so we are confident of that. When asked about the other reports stating that coronavirus originated in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the director became angry. Why are there rumors? Because the Institute of Virology and the P4 laboratory are in Wuhan, People can't help making uh, help but make associations, but I think it is understandable. But it's bad when some when some are deliberately trying to mislead people. Specifically, the director referenced the United States, Senator Tom Cotton, and the Washington Post reporting saying that the virus originated in his lab. He said that the narrative is pure speculation. He, here's something about here's something about how organizations and groups in China behave. How they behave is the the CCP at the top level is Evelina from um, from the Wiz. Now, some of y'all don't know, but the but Evelina's big song is "Don't Nobody Bring Me No Bad News." And the last thing, and we've already seen cases of it when we start talking about how. People who who were on lockdown um, in, in in these housing developments were, were supposed to be getting food and getting medicine and being taken care of, and we we're finding out from from them that none of that was happening. But and and the people who were in charge of it knew it wasn't happening, but what they didn't do was tell anybody above them that this stuff wasn't happening because the, C, the CCP Chinese Communist Party is don't nobody bring me no bad news. It's crazy. So, of course, the guy who's the director of this lab is not going to say, yeah, we had a few problems. I can see we had a few problems. He's, he's never going to say that. He's never going to admit to it. No matter how much the people on Good Morning America try to hold this guy up, he's never going to cop to it. Ever. And he says this, the, the, the worst part of, of the whole thing, however, uh, said that his lab has been transparent about the Wuhan coronavirus, specifically in coordination with the World Health, Health Organization. Well, there you go. We're done. We're done. If they've told the World Health Organization, which we know is corrupt, and somehow we're supposed to believe whatever they say. But we, we, we've, been, we've been transparent with who? Oh yeah, it's like oh so you we've been transparent with some of the biggest criminals on the planet. Why don't you believe them? In accordance to the National um, Health Commission, we share the whole genome sequence. We sh- we share the whole genome sequence with the WHO, um, which laid a good foundation for countries around the world to confirm testing methods in the early stages, including the design of vaccines. He explained, we have actively communicated with the WHO as well as the Food and Agriculture Organization to report the latest reports of animal model research and development. So if China was so transparent, why did it take them almost a week to bring the Wuhan coronavirus to the world's attention? 
if the who if the who had the globe's interest at heart, why did they pair the Chinese regime's talking point, especially that that talking point? Again, this is the 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 transparency that this the lab director is, says that is happening with you know with, with World Health Organization that it wasn't transmitted by, from human to human. How come? China is not telling the truth. China is simply not telling the truth. And because these people can't bring anybody, they can't bring the Communist Party any bad news. Because that's not how it works there. Don't nobody bring me no bad news. <laughs> it's Ebolina. And if you haven't heard that, uh, and as part of the whiz, if you have not heard that, then you should, because it's fabulous. Fabulous. It's a great show. The Wiz is a great show. It's old. Michael Jackson and Diana Ross are in it. Uh, it's old, but it's a great show. Great, great show. Uh, let's see here. I'm on the um, John Hopkins site. Let me see here. It's not as easy, quite frankly, it's not as easy to read as... I'm going to see if I can get pop to the other one real quick and get those numbers for you because I, I, I think I think they're important. There you go. All right. Real-time world statistics. Yeah, there's still 7 billion people in the world, by the way. So if you thought this was, you know, if you were living in a um, episode or a movie of Contagion or 12 Monkeys... There's still seven billion seven hundred seventy nine million one hundred ninety eight thousand five hundred eighty one eighty six ninety ninety three and and increasing people on the planet. More people are more people are being born than are dying. Just want to let you know that uh, the world is not depopulating at this point by any stretch of the imagination. Yes, I told you about the world cases. Let me tell you about the cases here in the States. We have 792,913 cases of coronavirus in, in the United States as of midnight last night we have our unfortunately lost 42,517 42,517 Americans to this crap it is disheartening and disparaging so the United States the the world has, has a death rate of about 6.8%. United States is more like 5.3%. And it's ticking and it's ticking down. Starting to tick down. Let me let me bury this a little further, just a little bit further. Just a little bit further down to the state level and I will talk about my state. You can go to world 
world worldometers.info or you can go to the just type in 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 the google or or um, duckduckgo john hopkins coronavirus and you can go directly to those numbers if you wish and see them for yourself the john hopkins numbers are great because they go all the way down to the county level all right around to right around the people who are right around you I am broadcasting from Florida. Florida currently has 27,000, 27,000, I just saw it, 58 cases. And we just, we just today, we just yesterday went over the 800 person death toll, 823. We lost 823 Floridians. Hang on a second, I'm. I'm trying to talk and type at the same time, and I've never been really good at it. Out of 27,058 cases, that's a death toll of 3% at the state level. I can tell you, because I looked today, that here in Hillsborough County, where I live, we've had 960 cases and 19 deaths. It has a lethality of less than 2% in my county. So it makes sense. Kids, it makes sense that some places need to need to open up, need to go back to work. Not maybe not everywhere, maybe not New York, maybe not um, New York City, maybe not, maybe not Queens, New York, where, yeah, Queens, New York, maybe not, maybe Green Green or Binghamton. In New York State, yes. I only know. Don't ask me why I know that. I um, I, I dated a girl from from Green uh, when I was in college. I, that's how I know about. That's that, that's all I know about Green. I don't know anything else about Green, New York. <laughs> so don't don't ask me who. So you know Green? No, I don't know Green at all. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Um. But I know that, that that it's not in the city, and it's not it's, it's not Queens, and it, and it's not um, you know Queens has twenty seven hundred twenty two deaths, twenty two twenty seven hundred five deaths in Kings, two thousand thirty six deaths in the Bronx, thirteen hundred twenty nine deaths in Nassau County, and in New York. 1,185 deaths. You know, so I get it. I get it. Maybe some places are not ready in New York. But there are places that probably are. There are places that probably are. When you're talking about upstate, we're talking about a place like Ostego, 49 confirmed, ca- confirmed cases, four deaths. Um, scholar, scholarly, 20 confirmed cases and no deaths, just just outside of Albany. Fulton County, 27 cases, no deaths. Hurt Keemer, 49 cases, 3 deaths. 
Yeah. There may be. Hamilton County. Three three confirmed cases. No deaths. A population of a hundred thousand people. Yeah, it 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 may be. Time for certain counties, certain places to open. Garrett, Garrett, Maryland, population of over 100,000, four confirmed cases, no deaths. Grant, West Virginia, one, one confirmed case, no deaths. Yes, there may be places. I talked to, um, I think I, I, I think I, I mentioned this yesterday, um, on both the on both my on both the programs, both uh, Fight Back Twenty Twenty and the Morning Report, you heard that St. John Johns County in um, in Florida has opened their beaches, and so has um, Duval County, where Jacksonville, Florida is. Jacksonville, Florida um, has eight hundred ninety six confirmed cases and sixteen deaths. Yes. So we're talking about a lethality in in Duval in Duval County as this comes up. It's a little over two, it's a little over two percent. Remember, I told you what the national um, lethality um, today was. Uh, I'm sorry, um, Duval County is one point seven nine percent. They have a population of almost a million people and they've had 16 deaths. 16 deaths. 896 cases. Maybe it's time for them to open up their beaches. Maybe it's time for Duval County, the largest city landmass area in the country. Doesn't have as many people as New York, obviously. But it's got more. But it's got more square footage than any other city in America. Maybe it's time for them to open up. Maybe it's time. That makes sense. And as we look at the Florida map, the Florida map is getting, quite frankly, is getting better and better every time we talk about it. Every time we talk about it. Today, my county has had has gotten thirteen more cases since this afternoon. No more deaths, which is going to push down the it's going to push down the the lethality. Now I'm waiting for that screen to come up. This is all on the John Hopkins University website. Just go, just type in John Hopkins into DuckDuckGo. Um, and uh, write down coronavirus, and they'll take you to their site. It's it, it's very cool. Um, my county has one million four hundred thirty-six thousand eight hundred eighty-eight people, and now has a. This morning, I reported we had nine hundred sixty confirmed cases and, and nineteen deaths. It has a fatality rate of one point nine five percent. 
Yes. Maybe it's time to start opening up these these places. Maybe it's time. And none of us are trying to um, downplay the seriousness of any of this. You know, it's it's awful. I mean, it's terrible that the president is getting grief, and still, from from reporters at at, at press briefings about not taking this virus seriously, um, and it's also also terrible until this weekend that these that the minority leader and the um, speaker of the and the, the minority leader in the Senate and the speaker of the house in the um, house of representatives has not faced any until this weekend, any criticism about how they approached the virus in the beginning. Mayor de Blasio, who has been a huge critic of the, of the president because he was running for, he was running for, for the Democrat nomination. Um, Here's what de Blasio said early on. The capacity we have right now is outstanding given the challenge we're facing right now. This is a reminder that for a lot of people, this is manageable, Chuck, that you know, it, could be, it could feel like the flu when handled right and if people don't have those underlying conditions. Go about your lives, go about your business. Now, this is not so far something that you get through casual contact. There has to be some prolonged exposure. There's a strange kind of approach avoidance, to use a psychological term here, in the federal response. It was deny and underestimate for a while. Then it seemed to pick up in the last few days, but it's still not materially what it needs to be. You need to really have some direct contact. You need to have the kind of exposure that you wouldn't get casually on the subway, for example. This is a disease that does not live long on a surface. Certainly on most surfaces like metal, plastic, a, you know, a desk, a kitchen counter, a subway pole, it's only a matter of minutes before the disease dies. It's not people in the stadium. It's not people in the big uh, open area or a conference and all. It's people close up to each other. Some places like Italy are doing mass school closures. That's not on the menu here. It, is there a theoretical uh, scenario where that could happen? Of course, but is it anywhere near to where we are now? No. If you're under 50 and you're healthy, which is most New Yorkers, uh, there's very little threat here. This disease, even if you were to get it, basically acts like a common cold or flu. And transmission is not that easy. We want people still to go on about their lives. We want people uh, to rest assured that a lot is being done to protect them. We should not be focusing, in my view, on anything looking back on any level of government right now. This is just about how we save lives going forward. We should not be looking back on any level of government. Um, this is just about saving lives going forward. Well, except if it's Trump. These people are so full of crap, it is out it is really tough to deal with some days really tough to deal with um and to me in the meantime the speaker of the house was across the country in her district talking about head on down to chinatown business owners in san francisco's chinatown are struggling with a slump in business due to fear surrounding the coronavirus kpix 5s and makovic is live as house speaker nancy pelosi addresses the issue there and 
Yeah, come with me as we stalk uh, House Speaker Pelosi right now. She's been taking a tour down Chinatown, and we have stopped already at a temple. Uh, we've stopped at a fortune cookie factory, uh, a, the walk shop, which sells cookware, and now she is stopping at uh, one of the little gift shops in Chinatown, as you can see her live now. She has been uh, talking to people along the way, a lot of business owners, a lot of community leaders here in Chinatown who have been concerned about uh, the, the optics of the coronavirus and uh, the fear that some people might have uh, of coming to a place like Chinatown that might have a lot of Chinese nationals. So she has been going around to show that it is perfectly safe to be here. Uh, she says that this is a very special place to her heart because she started a lot of her early campaigning when she started her political career, uh, some of it right here in Chinatown. And uh, we got some word from her earlier on sort of the message that she's trying to uh, purvey here. It's exciting to be here, especially at this time, uh, to be able to be unified with our community. Uh, we want to be vigilant about what it might be on the, uh, what is out there in other places. We want to be careful about how we deal with it. But we do want to say to people, come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're, again, careful, safe, and come join us. Yeah, and I want to point out that no cases of the coronavirus have been found here in Chinatown or San Francisco at all. So she's really just trying to point that out because they have seen a drop in business here. Uh, again, back at the uh, Chinese Bazaar gift shop here on Grant Street. Uh, she's a real tourist attraction in and of herself, as you can imagine. Uh, people are so excited to see her, people from uh, all over the world, and again, of course, right here in Chinatown, who are really happy for the speaker's support today. Live in San Francisco, Ann McAvick, KPIX 5. Come on down to Chinatown. Everything's fine here. Now, that was on February 24th. February 24th. Now, the de Blasio thing was over sometime early in February. Now, now this is the same time, around the same time that the president, the president had already put in the first travel ban from people traveling from that region of the world to the United States and was summarily dragged by social media. He was dragged um, by, by Democrats and by leftists that there was no, that this was just racist there was no reason for this. He was dragged by the World Health Organization, who said that there was no reason for it. Why? Because China didn't like it. And then even then even Fauci said that if the president hadn't done it when he had, we might have lost maybe 10, 20, 30, 40,000 more people. Now, you cannot like Donald Trump if you if if you want to, I guess, and that's fine. Nothing I can do to stop you. But the fact of the matter is that the dude is right again. And this then this whole media um frenzy about trying trying to to relive um recent history and make him wrong is putting people in danger. In in in, in my view is putting people in danger. Okay, now we're going to get on to the um, the segment that you've been waiting for, that you've sat 45 minutes for. It's Bryce is Right. And now it's time for Bryce is Right. Tim Bryce is an author, freelance writer, and the managing editor of M&JB Investment Company of Palm Harbor, Florida. 
Tim has over 40 years of covering Florida politics and national politics. It is a pleasure to have Bryce is Right as a segment on Fightback Media. And now, Bryce is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, Government Begins at Home. For those Americans paying attention to the news, most are consumed by politics at the federal level. There's nothing wrong with this, but as I like to remind young Americans, government begins at home. By this, I mean government affects us first and foremost at the municipal and county levels. If you have a fire, you contact the local fire department, not a federal agency. If you want to report a crime, you call the local police or a sheriff's office, not the feds. If you have questions about your offspring's school, you contact the local school board, not the Department of Education. And if you have a problem with water and sewer, you contact the local public works or utilities offices. The same is true for road maintenance and traffic. Everything begins at the local level, all of which has the greatest impact on us. Interestingly, few people seem to be aware of this, which explains why voters rarely turn out in local elections as opposed to state or federal election. Because of this voter apathy, it is easier to seize political control at the local level, and quite often politicians slip a tax increase by in these poorly attended elections. The notion local government is the bedrock of all government was first observed in 1835 by noted historian and political commentator Alexis de Tocqueville, a Frenchman, as published in his famous book, Democracy in America, which was an analysis of our young country as compared to those in Europe. This was based on his travels through America in 1831 and 1832. The book, which is frequently referenced even to this day, contains his observations on the young country, everything from its geographical layout to its culture, and particularly its new political system as a democratically elected republic, as opposed to a monarchy. In his book, de Tocqueville observed, quote, the strength of free nations resides in the township, end quote, whereas European countries at the time consisted of monarchies and a top-down approach to government, America had employed a bottom-up strategy instead. He also recognized successful local government officials would likely progress up the ladder to state and federal positions. He wrote, quote, In France, the government lends its officers to the township. In America, the township lends its officers to the government. End quote. This bottom-up approach is still common to this day. It provides another reason why citizens should pay close attention to local elections. It represents the farm club for government at higher levels. Today's mayors, councilmen, police chiefs, prosecutors, public defenders, fire chiefs and judges are tomorrow's governors, attorney generals, congressmen, Supreme Court justices, and more. One reason why people do not spend much time understanding local government is because the local news media spends little time covering it with qualified reporters. Most think it is trivial, and their time is better served at the state and federal levels. This is why town hall meetings are so important to communicate what exactly is going on locally. As we approach the 2020 elections, we, of course, need informed citizens to vote accordingly on major issues. But we also need voters for what appears to be inconsequential local elections in March or throughout the summer. They're every bit as important. Just remember, local government is the basic building block of our entire government. Support it. Don't ignore it as it has a great bearing on our lives. Friends, keep the faith.
It's Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbryce.com. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast and you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already? Well, I've got something for both of us. Debt.com. Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money, save your credit rating, and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942, www.bloomingdays.com. All right, well, thank you so much for coming to the, to the Morning Report. We appreciate you, and uh, we want you to come back. Please, if you like what we do, send me an email at wls860 at gmail.com or fightbackmedia at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear what you think about the, uh, the Bryce is Right segment and how we do it and what we do. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.